This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed. Thanks, Stacy, and hello from WQA Radio, where we discuss what's important in water treatment and filtration. Now available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. This is podcast number 46. Coming up on WQA Radio. So we think we have a world-class scientist uh, working on this project uh, to help us develop uh, sound scientific methods to evaluate the technologies. That's WQA member Frank Brigano talking about the new WQRF scale prevention benchmarking study. Frank talks about the science behind the study and what researchers at Virginia Tech University will be looking for as they seek to benchmark emerging scale prevention technologies. Plus, we'll have a regulatory update with Kathleen Fultz, and later Daniel LeBlanc checks in from our Professional Certification and Training Department to talk about video proctoring for certification exams. Coming up, our conversation with Frank Brigano. We're joined by Frank Bragano, Vice President, Research and Development for Marmon Water and a member of WQA. And we welcome you to the microphone. Frank, thank you very much for joining us on our WQA radio podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. You are the task force chair for a brand new benchmarking study, the WQRF, the Water Quality Research Foundation is uh, launching soon here, and uh, we want to find out a little bit more about it, but before we dive into that, let me just have you fill us in, particularly for those in the uh, industry and the membership who may not know a whole lot about you, just uh, what you do, and tell us a little bit about your company. Okay. I'm uh, Vice President of Research for Marmon Water, and uh, that includes uh, both uh, CACS Technologies and Filtrex Technologies, which are OEM manufacturers of carbon blocks and uh, some unique uh, filtration materials under the brand name of FACT. All right, and as far as the WQRF study now, uh, this is a new benchmarking study. We're going to get into what it's all about, but how did you get involved in it? Well, I was, uh, I'm a member of the Water Sciences Committee, And I also was, at the time, a uh, board of director for WQA. And I was asked if I could lead this uh, task force, which I um, willingly and happily accepted. Uh, It's it's an extremely exciting study because it's going to look at uh, new technology and put some science behind technologies that have been in the market for a while and to determine their effectiveness for water treatment. Okay, and this came out of the big WQRF fundraising campaign, so I know it's a big deal that this study is getting launched. So let's dive into the details. What okay. is the study? What is What are we benchmarking? What are we trying to find out? All right, so what we're doing is we're uh, looking at various technologies uh, that are being used today to treat water primarily to make the water non-scale forming. These are alternative technologies to traditional water softening. So uh, we want to see how these products work not only in the laboratory but in the real world 
and we want to develop standard methods for testing these technologies so that anybody can repeat this work anywhere in the world and get similar results. And we're just trying to put some science behind it um, and uh, it give a non-biased approach um, to, to, the, to the work. Okay. So where in the process are we now as far as that, the actual study itself and what can you tell us about that and uh, any more work your task force is, in, is involved in? All right. Well, what we did was uh, we put a proposal, our task force put a proposal together, and we sent that out to, I believe it was 25 or 30 institutions uh, as a request for proposal to get input as to how they would do a study of this type. We narrowed that down to uh, one university, uh, Virginia Tech, um, and the team is led by Dr. Mark Edwards and Dr. Fei Wang. So they put together a proposal that uh, that uh, we vetted in our our task group. In fact, we vetted all the proposals in our task group. We went back and forth uh, uh, with questions and answers, and we settled on Virginia Tech. And you may know that Mark Edwards is internationally known. He was a key figure uh, in the Flint lead outbreak and bringing resolution to that. So we think we have a world-class scientist uh, working on this project uh, to help us develop uh, sound scientific methods to evaluate the technologies. Okay, so what will be examined? You mentioned five different technologies, I think you said? Right. So we're, we're looking at uh, induced media precipitation. We're looking at um, uh, phosphates. Um, uh, we're, we're looking at uh, electrochemical uh, technologies, um, uh, various technologies that are out in the, in the marketplace. It's going to be a blind study to us. We don't know which companies or which products are going to be used, but we've done a, a pre-study to identify the various technologies and whittle it down to these five specific types that Virginia Tech will um, then take and um, perform their studies on. Okay, so the the brands and the manufacturers, Frank, will be uh, will be kept confidential. Is that correct? That's correct. And I should have asked you this earlier, but and I know you've kind of touched on it, but what's the benefit to the consumer? Well, the, the benefit to the consumer is in their in their uh, in their purchasing knowledge. They'll have an idea how these. Perf- products perform and under what conditions. So they'll, they'll know if it really will fit their needs or not. That, that's the main benefit. We want the consumer to be educated in the purchase of a product. And WQRF research in general, just kind of give us an overview of how important you feel that is and the impact it's having in the uh, water treatment industry. Well, the WQRF is, is hugely, hugely important to our industry. For those of you that don't know, WQRF is a nonprofit organization um, that is that is that uses its funds to promote scientific research to support our technologies and to answer answer uh, needs of the regulators for our technologies. It's funded by contributions primarily from from uh, major corporations, but that doesn't mean individuals cannot uh, contribute to the 
to the WQRF. Uh, the work of the WQRF benefits all of us in this in this industry because it helps eliminate some of the um, folklore that that exists. For example, softeners discharges to septic tanks, et cetera. So it's a valuable tool for our our membership. Right, and we have uh, the great thing about it is this research uh, uh, and these reports can be found by right. going to wqrf.org, wqrf.org, and you can see the kinds of results, the kinds of studies that have been uh, undertaken over the years. Correct, correct, and this will be another one of those uh, studies, and um, I, I, I know that it's going to be groundbreaking, and uh, it's going to be very, very useful. And again, I just want to point out this: this is a you know blind study, a non-biased study, and we're hoping to get uh, um, we're hoping that Dr. Edwards will be able to get uh, uh, the study published in a peer-reviewed journal um, to give it even uh, extended credibility. All right, Frank, this has been uh, this has been great. We appreciate you joining us here on WQA Radio to describe for us and give us an account of how this has all developed and uh, what we can expect down the road and the impact of this research for WQRF. We appreciate it. Oh, anytime. You're very welcome. And, you know, again, I urge uh, the listeners out there, um, if they're so inclined, that they make a donation to the WQRF. It's uh, it's definitely uh, well worth it your money to do that. I've gotten a lot out of this industry. I love this industry, and I feel uh, giving back through the WQF is a, is a great way to continuing the strength, the building strength of our industry going forward. All right, Frank, thank you so much. Frank Bragano, Vice President of Research and Development at Marmon Water and Task Force Chair for the new Benchmark Study at WQRF. Thanks again. You're welcome. Thank you. This is Kathleen Fultz, WQA's Regulatory and Government Affairs Coordinator, with your regulatory update. This year, WQA's Regulatory Database Advisory Committee, made up of volunteer members, has been working on the International Resources Report available to you at WQA.org. At the beginning of 2018, there will be 16 countries included in the report with helpful information on water quality regulations, product standards, and certification schemes to help you learn more about the regulatory landscape in other parts of the world. The report is already on WQA.org under Regulatory Affairs for you to use as a resource and includes information on Germany, France, Italy, the United Kingdom, Spain, China, South Korea, Australia, New Zealand, Taiwan, the Philippines, Mexico, and Brazil, with Russia and Vietnam also being added to the report. I'm Kathleen Fultz for WQA Radio. Professional certification time at WQA Radio. We're going to talk again with Daniel LeBlanc. He's our professional certification and training coordinator, joins us in this segment to give us an update on some things that uh, our members would like to know about, including uh, the idea of how and where one takes an exam. All right, well, so Daniel, thank you. Hey, so there's two options. There's the public exam sessions, which most people know about, different trade shows throughout the year. The uh, WQA does have exam sessions for someone who is interested in taking one of the certification exams. We also have what we call a private exam option, 
and that most people know about that as well you know you find a proctor it has to be approved but um, we have a brand new option which is video proctoring oh that sounds interesting definitely video so, proctoring how does that work that works um you still have to contact wqa the same way previously with the private exams all this information is on the wqa website there's a page just for testing and there but so for the video proctoring you'd need a computer that has um to be able to connect up to the internet mm-hmm. you'd also have to have a camera to film the session as well as a microphone just to make sure that there's um you know just like any other exam session you're not getting any help or you know there's no materials that you're referencing while you're taking the exam Okay, and then what happens once the exam is taken? The video is reviewed. This is something that WQ has outsourced. So there is a company that would review the video to make sure that the test session went as um, it's supposed to go. No, no cheating, so to say. Yeah, okay. Very good. Daniel, thank you as always. And more information is available uh, on our professional certification page right. at wqa.org or uh, the email again. The email, you can either email education at wqa.org or me directly. So dleblanc at wqa.org. So D-L-E-B-L-A-N-C at wqa.org. Daniel, thank you very much. All right, you're welcome. And now our WQA tip. If you're not following us on social media, time to check it out. We post daily at Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+, and Instagram. Feel free to share the posts with your customers or others within the water treatment industry. And while you're at it, how about sharing a link to our podcasts? Remember, you can subscribe to our podcasts at iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, where we discuss what's important in water treatment and filtration. And we say thanks one more time to our guest, Frank Bragano, on the WQRF Scale Prevention Benchmarking Study. For Stacey Askutzbach, this is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. You've been listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, Find certified products and water treatment providers and find out how you can become a member all at wqa.org. Thanks for listening.